Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The dream is made real. Ricky Hatton rocks the world. How do you like it? How do you like it? I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. It's over. Mamma mia. He's done it. Anthony Joshua defeats Vladimir Klitschko. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Welcome back to BTR Boxing Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean. Now, today, I'm not joined by Johnston. I did say that Johnston was going to be on this episode, but he's got about a tonsillitis, so uh, he is going to be back next week for the show. But I looked in the transfer market, and I looked to see who would be an adequate replacement for Johnston. So I decided to look in the Southern transfer market and go to the main the main event boxing show, uh, which is hosted by Barks and Jamie and Bobby Rimmer. And I've got Jamie on from the main event boxing show. He was going to come and give his thoughts, feelings and opinions on this big fight preview between Tyson Fury and Derek Chisora. It's a pleasure, Jamie. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It is. It is, it is a big pleasure. I've been a fan of the, the network for an age and funny enough it literally is an Audi version of Johnston Brown that you picked up because my surname's Albrecht and Audi the the Albrecht family own Audi so yeah we got an Albrecht Audi Audi version of Johnston Brown if I can speak properly <laughs> even a, a southerner well, there you go. We've got another sovereigner on. It's a pleasure, as always, yeah. getting different people on from the boxing world, a different perspective on certain fights. Like, Johnston gives his opinion on certain fights, and this particular fight has, has certainly left a bit of a bitter taste in people's mouths as we talk about the preview to it. Tyson Fury, Derek Chisora free. The fight that nobody really wanted, but it's upon us, and it's going to happen on Saturday night. What are your initial thoughts then to this happening now we're here, now we're ready to see it? Uh, what what are your thoughts, feelings and opinions on this whole debacle and, and everything that leads up to this fight? Well, I'm going to, you know, for anyone that's watched the, the main event boxing show, you'll be very acutely aware that I don't sit on the fence, but I'm going to sit on the fence a little bit here, right? Fact is, we're getting this fight, right? No one wants it, do they? You know, you don't want it, I don't want it. 
but it's here now. So we've got to try and see the virtues and, and obviously outline the criticisms. The virtues are that Derek Chisora is a completely different beast from what he was, you know, the first two fights. He seems to be taking boxing a lot more seriously. Um, sadly, though, he's a, he's a sort of walking advert for CTE, isn't he? You know what I mean? He goes in doing his bad Joe Brazier impression, uh, bobbing and weaving. Um, and if he's going to have any success, he needs to just go in there and, and just throw throw hands, basically. Don't fuck about. Uh, he needs to give Usyk the same... He needs to give Fury the same treatment he give Usyk. Lean all over him. Um, stop him from breathing, do you know what I mean? Close the distance because Fury's become... Fury's a different beast now from when they first fought as well. You know, he was a lot more twinkle toes back then. But uh, going over to the Cronk and his time with Sugar Hill... Uh, you know, he's he's learned to sort of stand and trade a little bit more, sit on his punches. So we are going to see a different beast. But obviously to neutralise that threat, you lean all over him. You do the things that Derek Chisora is good at doing. So I actually anticipate this being a little bit of a closer fight than it was the, the first time round. But I emphasise the word little bit because he's still going to get fucked. <laughs> yeah, I think, we, I think we all kind of agree that, you know, it's a bit of a one-sided affair really like I like the points you're making about the fact that both of them in terms of where they were to where they are now they have changed in different ways you you mentioned the fact that Derek Chisora you know he has changed his style up a little bit he, he is getting more involved he likes to fight on the other fighter's chest he likes to rough him up likes to get involved with him Tyson Fury yes he isn't as twinkle-toed as, as he once was he's still got that great movement and that great footwork but he, he seems to be sitting down a little bit more in his shots now like we've seen the knockout of, of Dillian yeah. White earlier this year we've seen obviously the Deontay Wilder trilogy and everything that's gone on there so we know that you know as time's gone on he's he's punching power seems to be greater than it once was, or maybe it's just the accuracy, the timing. He's harnessing it. That's what it is. I think it was always there. If you're six foot nine and 19, 20 stone, you're going to be able to hit. It's just whether you can um, utilise your strengths, you know what I mean? And if you're on your feet all the time and you are being twinkle toes, you're not going to be able to sit down and, and harness that power, are you? But the fight itself is not something we've wanted to see. Like the arguments, like we were having, the people like myself, Johnston, Lukey from ITR Boxing, who comes on quite a lot, and you know, we we just didn't want to see this fight. Like we was kind of teased so much about the fact that he was going to fight Joshua, then that was falling through, and then obviously he was looking at Mamu Chow, and was like, "What the hell is that all about?" And now we get Derek Chisora. Yeah, well, that wasn't Joshua's fault either, but which. To me, it's going to be a controversial subject. Um, I like to throw a bit of controversy, but for me, that fight failed not because of Joshua. It failed because of Fury. He gave him he gave him a week a week to you know come over the line and all that. And I've said it before: Joshua isn't just a man. He's a complete. He's a brand. He's an entity. There's there's more to worry about than just the fighter signing the contract. Fury would have known this. Um, and you know he doesn't want he don't want the Joshua fight, uh, so maybe this was the next best option. But we are talking about a man who, even though he beat Pulev, you know that was questionable. Um, Derek Chisora. So really, has he had any wins in um, how many ever years? Do you know what I mean? It's it's a bit fucking ridiculous. Um, I agree. Um, I agree with your assessment and the situation there. Definitely. For me, Jamie, it's it's all about like. 
the stuff that he says on social media every day practically every day of the week you see something new somebody tweets something or shares something on facebook about tyson fury a comment a quote from somewhere from some interview he's done with a with another youtube channel and i'm just like he's like a walking contradiction at the moment and yeah i've, I've yeah i've stopped just, watching because of that it's hard, isn't it? It's it's hard. Like yeah. I see it all the time. Like every time I open Twitter, there's always something. Like I think yesterday uh, or today, even as we're recording this, I I actually screen grabbed it from another account, plug plugging it shamelessly, shamelessly plugging it, uh, and it was about the well, fact that he, that he's basically said that you know. People from yesteryear, fighters from yesteryear, used to fight like 20, 30 times a year. Now he's saying, come on, Bob and Frank, let's get me fighting 15 to 20 times next year. Come on, realistically, that isn't going to happen. Tyson Fury isn't going to well, fight that well, many fights. Why is, he, why is he saying it, though? Why does he say stuff like this? Why is he saying it? it? To stay relevant, do you know what I mean? He, 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 he's like me, he loves the sound of his own voice. Um, <laughs> so, I, I don't know, like, like you say, he's a walking contradiction. Um, but, you know, if we were to take Fury as red and, and what he says, you know, maybe that's an argument for this fight because this morning, funnily enough, the man who retires every other month said, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight until I'm 44, 45 because I've got nothing in my life. So, if that is the case and we can actually keep Tyson true to his word, all Derek Chisora is is a mere sort of, not a footnote, but a mere, you know, I don't know what you call it, a mere bookmark in the career. So in in the long term, um, same thing. Maybe this isn't a bad fight. But again, no, I shouldn't be sitting on the fence as, as much. But maybe if I just told you me, me true force and said it's fucking shit, we ain't really got much to talk about, have we? <laughs> yeah. You know that, what I mean? <laughs> that, well, that's the thing, isn't it? We, we, we I think we both feel very much the same on it but for the purposes of people that are genuinely interested in it we've got to try and talk about like the fight itself and and how it goes down and is there any significance what will it do for both of the careers at this point and i suppose we've got to try and be as objective as possible when when discussing it it's very difficult because it's not a fight really that we wanted to see of course but as I said at the top of the as i said at the top of the show it's here so we need to kind of break down what happens in this fight and and how things play out and will it be a different fight will it be different than the first two fights or will it just be a glorified sparring session um i think we are going to see a very different fight because tyson fury likes to now i mean the, the three wilder fights they've shown that he's very keen to showcase his bollocks not in the literal sense but <laughs> he's quite willing to you know what, what do the americans call it cojones you know what i mean and I think he will meet Derek Chisora head on. It's going to be a bit of a, like, you hit me, I hit you contest, which will favour Derek Chisora a lot more than the previous two fights. Definitely. Because, you know, Tyson Fury, he's got a chin made of iron, but he can be put down. It's keeping him down that's the problem, isn't it? You know what I mean? You need a baseball bat to keep him down. But at the end of the day, if Derek Chisora can land a... You know, he can swing and he can land a left hook or a right hook or whatever, swing and put Tyson Fury down. Even if Fury's getting back up, those are 10-8 rounds. So, you know, I do think we're going to see a more entertaining fight. I don't think Tyson Fury's going to box it. Um, and and that will be that will be to the uh, that'll be the, to the detriment of Tyson Fury. But it's going to mean that we're going to have a more entertaining encounter. Um, I just see it. Yeah, I, I don't see... Derek Chisora sort of 
getting as frustrated and all that. I just think he's going to go in head on and just go for broke. He's getting paid a nice five million quid as well. But let's face it. I mean, let me let me pose a question to you. If he wins this fight on Saturday, is that the biggest uh, biggest upset in heavyweight history? Would you say? No, no, it, it doesn't doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like the biggest upset in heavyweight history. I wouldn't have thought. I mean, would you say Buster Douglas then and, and Tyson? Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think it's it's. I think the difference between the two, if you want to make any type of comparison between the two, is is uh, where both men were at at that stage of their career and and who they were fighting. Buster Douglas wasn't exactly. Derek Chisora of his time. He but wasn't he fought ex- Tony Tucker for the IBF not ex- not too long previously and give a good account of himself. Derek Chisora, and this is getting into a whole other level of debate, I appreciate that. Derek Chisora arguably hasn't won a fight for and again Pulev, he beat Pulev, but that was questionable. Derek Chisora has been a gatekeeper for God knows how many years now, you know? But that's it. That that's the, you made the point exactly there. Like you look at the last sort of five six fights with Derek Chisora, and what has he won? One or two out of them. I think it's something ridiculous like that. So with with them wins alone, it's automatically got him this this shot at the WBC heavyweight title, which is what where the politics come in and the bullshit comes in, as we know. But like yep. for, for for us, like I think for me, because of what Tyson Fury says and what he does and the way he goes on about things, like I'm the greatest of this era. I'm this. I'm that. I'm a fighting man. Yes, I'm a fighting man born from his mother's womb. Whatever he wants to say, <laughs> whatever he wants to say, like. You want him to live up to that. For him to live up to that, he's got to fight the best. He's got. He can't just start justifying fights like this. And that's that's what made me laugh the other week when me and Johnson were talking about on the show when he had that interview with True Geordie. Now, I said I don't watch this guy, but I watched that clip and I could see how I sort of yeah. I, I see how rattled he got by it. And it was a line of questioning which many boxing journalists won't do because of the fact that they it don't want they don't lo- they don't want to lose access, so they don't question no. him. So then he questions him like. Like that and he puts some of the boxing journalists to shame and then look at his reaction and it's like well hang on a minute how, how can you question Derek Chisora well yeah we can question him yeah we can because we're the ones right you fucking up the price to 27 pound for what and the reason why they've done that I believe is because on Saturday we're going to see a very very empty stadium because I think a lot of the tickets and we've discussed this on the main event boxing show a lot of the tickets have gone to the resale market, which automatically mean, well, allegedly, I think. Um, so that doesn't mean necessarily that the seats have been sold. It just means they've gone on to StubHub or whatever. Um, and, you know, inflated prices. So it's going to be empty in the stadium. Frank Warren and co, they need to recoup their losses somehow. So let's, let's, shaft, the, uh, let's shaft the viewer. You know what I mean? I'm not willing to take it up the backside for this fight, and I don't think many people should, to be honest with you. No, I, I, absolutely not, and I, I say this quite a lot. I mean, I'm not on the show to sit here and say I condone illegal streaming, but I'm also not going to sit here and say I haven't done it myself. At the end of the day, a lot of people are going to go and do that. They're not going to tune in and pay like 27 quid to go and watch this fight when really, exactly. argu- arguably, Jamie, the best fight on this card is actually the chief support. It's Dubois versus Lorena, which I find a more highly competitive contest. So for yeah, me, yeah, how, 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 how can you justify that? It's, this is what me and Lukey were speaking about on our shooting the breeze last week. We were saying, "Is pay per view killing boxing?" This is a prime example of pay per view killing similar, boxing. We discussed a similar issue actually um, on our show last week, and 
you know, you don't mind paying pay-per-view, but what constitutes a pay-per-view card? You say, I, I talk about it quite a lot, and this might get people a bit um, amped up. Well, I miss the old days of WBU, the WBU title, when Ricky Atom was on his way up. And, you know, they were really sort of, they were lauding it as a as a world title, weren't they, in Britain? It was like the advent, with the advent of the WBO back in the early sort of 90s. Uh, but, you know, we did get some quality cards there. All right, some of the opponents weren't fantastic, but they were seen as sort of world title fights. And then you'd have a couple of them. You'd have Ricky showcasing against maybe a Vince Phillips or Ben Taki, someone like that, you know, quality operators. And then you'd go over to America for the for the big fight. It felt like a big fight night. Um, and, you know, we don't really, they're few and far between in this country. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. I think you know what I always say to anybody who talks about pay per views. Like, I always say, like, for, for all the stuff that he did in his in, in his in his life and his career, and the stuff that me and Johnston have done on the dark side of boxing about this certain individual, Don King. Don King like, look at the night. Look at the look at the promotions he used to put on in the nineties. I'm telling you now, if you're listening to this, go on Boxrec and look at a few of the cards from the early to mid nineties. Look Stopped. at the. Look at the stacked cards. Look at the quality on the cards. Look at the yeah. the future Hall of Famers that were on them cards. That, that's but that, it. That, but do you know why that was? And I mean, you really only had two men in America. You had Bob Aaron, but he had the monopoly, arguably, Don King. Not just the monopoly, maybe, well, heavyweight boxing especially. But he, he did. I mean, it was alleged in the Jack Newfield book about Don King. You know, he controlled the magazines, he controlled the ratings, he controlled everything. And this is, I mean, we're, I'm going down another path, so I do apologise. But I've actually openly said as well, all of this Saudi investment in boxing, I think the way that we improve it. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, is if the Saudis start putting their hands in their pockets like they've done with the golf, with the PGA Tour, and buy out some of these fighters' contracts and then do it to such a level that you keep it under one roof, like the PBC, but then you can say you can control the quality then and you can say to fighters like Tyson Fury, and it won't affect him because he's a multi-multi-millionaire, but you can say, listen, 
like the UFC, if you don't want to fight him, but we're not we're not accepting the Derek Chisora. You fight Usyk, or you fight the next name challenger, a proper challenger. Otherwise, you can get the fuck out. <laughs> I think that's the only way we change it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know that's my opinion. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I, I think something something drastic like that, I'd have to change for it to 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 work for people. I think this is definitely the sort of topic that the topic that we're covering here, where I think it'll be like we'd do it on a, a shoot in the breeze episode. So I think Jamie, once we've uh, once we've done our big fight preview of this, we'll certainly bring another short episode for people for a shoot in the breeze because this is definitely that that type of conversation that could go oh, on. That's what I'm going to get going. <laughs> yes, going. yes. going to be shooting the breeze, mate. It's going to be shooting the hurricane because yep. the mouth's going to be going then. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll try and veer away from that for the time being and save that for another episode. But going back to the fight at hand, because we have got obviously other fights that we want to talk about in detail as well. Uh, just going to put yourself on the spot then and say, like, who wins the fight and how? <clears throat> oh, Difficult, difficult question. Do- difficult question. This one, isn't it? No, 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 no. I know he's going to win the fight, but I'm also <laughs> contradicting myself. I'm contradicting myself with my answer because I'm, I'm telling you, it'll be more competitive on the eye, right? But I think Tyson Fury wins in six. It'll be more competitive because Derek Chisora is going to land more punches than he did in the first two fights. But Tyson Fury is going to sit down, plant his feet, and yeah. I, and I didn't I didn't I say I'm talking shit because I said before didn't I Derek Chisora wouldn't get stopped <laughs> it's, it's, I'm sure it, I said that I know but the problem is it's like you can see it going two ways like I can only see this fight going two ways either he does stop him and he grinds him down mm. and he stops him or it just goes for 12 rounds pretty much a glorified sparring session they have a couple of good moments throughout the course of the fight which you know leaves a bit of a nice taste in people's mouths when it comes down to what they want out of the fight but ultimately mm. Tyson Fury wins the fight you can't see it any other way than that like you it said Ch- you said Chisora might win you know in the sense that you could could he cause an upset you know, maybe in a parallel universe he could, but I genuinely couldn't see this happening. And, you know, I always say this when big things come up like this. I'm telling you now, if Derek Chisora wins this fight, you see these pair of socks in front of me, I will shove these in my mouth and I will show yeah. up because I'm telling you now, Tyson Fury wins this fight. Uh, by hook or by crook, he wins it. There's going to be a uh, rip in the space-time continuum if uh, Derek Chisora manages to win <laughs> this fight. Yeah, I... Uh... I don't know. Like I can't, I can't commit. It sounds like I'm on the fence. Right, well, I'll give you, I'll give you a final prediction. Yeah, um, I might have contradicted myself. Like my mouth goes that quick. I can't remember what I've said half the time. So yeah, Tyson Fury wins in six. There we go. That's the big fight preview. That is the biggest fight of the weekend. Maybe not so much for some people because there are some bigger fights, as I alluded to a little bit earlier. Daniel Dubois, Kevin Lorena is on the undercard. It is chief support WBA heavyweight title on the line or a version, as we like to call it. But this is actually a good fight, though, isn't it? This, is, this for me, this is a good fight because Daniel Dubois now, after that debacle uh, in his last fight on the Dunking promotion, he's actually Are getting you to. Paid yet? I don't even know if he's been paid yet either, but he's getting to fight Kevin Lorena. Now, Kevin Lorena, in my eyes, he is a legit threat to Daniel Dubois. He is a guy who has been in with some names that we recognise, some names that we have seen in the ring. And his last fight against Maria Schwack, obviously waxed past his best, we know that. However, Lorena's at a point now where he could genuinely cause Dubois some problems. 
it's a mm. good fight on paper, but how does it play out in the ring? Um, I think Daniel Dubois is going to deal with him quite handily, to be honest with you. He's, but, you know, people point, people keep pointing to Joe Joyce um, in, in arguments with, with Daniel Dubois at the moment. It's Joe Joyce, Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce, you know, he bested him, which is understandable, but he, he wasn't, Daniel Dubois, considering he was a, a bit of a novice and all that, he wasn't, he wasn't struggling too much in that fight, to, to be honest with you. I had it a lot closer than most people. Um, under Shane McGuigan, he's, he's learned to use his jab a lot more, and he's sitting down even more on that right hand. So, yeah, I, I, I'd fancy uh, Daniel Dubois to get the runner out of that, to be honest. It'd be an interesting one. I'm looking forward to it. I suppose it'll it'll keep him right up there and it'll put people in his in his radar uh, in terms of, of big fights for him in the future. Um, he's, I mean, he, he's very much... He, he's talking about Tyson Fury um, himself. And, and to be honest, if if Huey can sort of get over illness and, and other sort of things that he's... You know, that have been blighting him, I wouldn't be surprised to see that fight in the very near future because he's been talking about... Um, sparring sessions with Huey and he sparred around with Tyson Fury and they asked him why and he said well he had to avenge sort of uh, Huey's honour so there's a narrative right there you know what I mean you uh, you fight a cousin and then you go on to the big boss he's like Mike Tyson's punch <laughs> out yeah. yeah it's a great bit of nostalgia there definitely Daniel Dubois I think he's getting a little bit of redemption I think he's looking for that big big slice of redemption and i think you eventually you might get it but we'll see we'll see how it pans out i'm interested to see how this fight goes down on saturday uh, but to be honest with you jamie regarding the card itself i haven't really got too many other thoughts in terms of fights no. that are on the card i'm not this is being totally brutally honest like the other fights that are on the card like as much as i love this sport so much they don't appeal to me. I don't look at them and go, do you know what? I'm going to be ready on Saturday. I'm going to be ready at six o'clock and I'm going to be sat there ready to watch these fights. Some people might say, well, well, why the hell do you sit here talking about the sport and, and running a podcast? Well, end of the day, why am I going to pay that money to tune into fights that are genuinely at this moment in time have no interest in? And there's more, there's more interesting fights to talk about. Like the one Francisco Estrada fight, Roman Gonzalez, yeah. their third fight. Isn't that arguably maybe even a bigger fight than Tyson Fury? It is. And it, is but, it is, but they're not they're not tipping the scales as, as heavily, are they? Do you know what I mean? Um and you can you can argue that they've sort of had their time. You know, um you've got Bam Rodriguez there, haven't you? Um coming up and sort of trying to upset the apple cart. It's gonna be a great fight. For me, it's a fight that I want to tune into. It's a fight that I want to see an eventual winner out of, and it was a fight that should have happened a little bit earlier in the year and didn't happen. So for me, it's it's an exciting fight on paper to watch, and we know what we're going to get from these two guys. For the hardcore, for the hardcore, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the hardcore are going to be into this, and I'm certainly going to be tuning in. I'm definitely not going to be staying up all night to watch it, I'll be honest. I'll be up first thing Sunday morning, and I'll be tuning in to watch it. But I'm very excited about this fight. I'm interested in the Julio Cesar Martinez fight against Daniel Carmona, 8-0 WBC World Flyweight title on the line. I'm interested in seeing how that fight plays out as well in the flyweight division. Uh, Diego Pacheo as well, 16-0, is on the yeah, card. Yeah, he's looking good. 
He's looking good. He's another fighter in the super middleweight division who, who's not too far away, really, from, from getting involved in some bigger-named fights. The Canelo sweepstakes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think I think John I think John Ryder uh, is certainly at the top of the list for the ticket to the next fight. I think yeah, he'll be the one that gets it. to a nicer fella, could it, really? He's, he's, he's really slogged away. And, you know, I don't like the, the, the phrase sort of, you know, everyone needs to get a rub of the green because it's boxing. I, I just wish the judging would be... I wish boxing judging would be fairer. But you know what? If anyone does deserve a bit of, a bit of luck, um, it would be John Ryder, yeah. Mark Castro uh, is another guy that I've been following since he came on to the Ones to Watch show a couple of years ago before he turned pro. And my word, he is being promoted as the next superstar in boxing. I'm looking forward to seeing him in action again. You know, he's certainly a fighter since I've had the pleasure of speaking to him. Like, I've really followed his career and I thought, you know, this guy is going to eventually be you know, at the top of these cards of these DAZN shows. And he's going to be a guy that I'm going to be thinking, wow, I actually got the opportunity to speak to this guy while he was in that transition period of, of becoming a pro. So, you know, to see a guy like that move on in his career where he's at at the moment, it's, it is genuinely exciting and yeah. interesting. So he's another fighter to look out for on the card in Glendale in America this weekend. So I'm tuning into that. Uh, is there any other particular fights from the weekend that you wanted to talk about uh, that actually you've got an interest in? I mean, not not particularly. I mean, you know, this was the big... I mean, I, I like just airing reviews, particularly on Tyson Fury, because of the, the walking contradiction. Um, and to be honest, you've got me in a lot of calmer state than I would be on the main event boxing show. There's something very zen about your channel. <laughs> I'm saving it. I'm saving it. I'm saving it for the next show. I'm saving it for our shooting the breeze because that's when that conversation, as people know that I've listened to us so far in the first couple of episodes that we've done, it's just all about going from topic to topic with no structure, uh, just saying what you feel about certain topics, saying it how it is, and that's exactly why we've started introducing those little mini shows into our sort of weekly schedule. But this show's all been about Tyson Fury, David Chisora, and, you know, albeit I've been quite annoyed by the fact it's happening, it's upon mm. us, so I, I couldn't be remiss without actually talking about it, and I think I'm, I'm, going, I'm going back to this now, as we, as we come towards the end of this particular show, just going back to this then, like, is there any more that we can say about this? Is there anything more we can say about maybe the aftermath of this fight? If, in theory, if it goes down the way we think it might go down, as in the Tyson Fury win whether it's knockout, whether it's points, whatever. Ideally now, what should happen after this fight? There's only one There's only one answer to that, Sean, and I'm pretty sure you know what that answer is. Fury needs to he needs to go and fight the, the middleweight, so to speak, the, the man who I genuinely believe, and, and maybe we can touch on this during uh, shooting the breeze, and I'll give you a proper lowdown on it. The man who I think will beat Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk. Um, he needs to shut up, stop insulting the man and just get in the ring because if that fight doesn't happen, it's nothing to do with Alexander Usyk. The man went to Russia. Uh, was it Morat Gassiev or Kudryashov that he fought in Russia and he beat him? I think it was One Kudryashov. Of, I think, I think um, Gassiev was in Latvia, if I remember rightly. And for anybody, I mean, you know, if you are watching this and you're not aware of the sort of, well, not the political situation, we know about the war in Ukraine, but Alexander Usyk is Ukrainian and Kudrashov is, is a Russian. So to fight a Russian in Russia and beat him is, you can almost say it's like a suicide mission, to be honest with you. So that man is not afraid of Tyson Fury. 
Tyson Fury wins this fight, he needs to shut his fucking mouth and get on with his boxing. <laughs> so, Chisora then. Obviously, there will be a reaction show to this show next week, but I'm conscious that maybe you might not be on that show. So, in, in the event yeah. that Tyson Fury wins this fight, does Derek Chisora walk off into the sunset with his payday and that's it for him? Um, no. I, don't, I think he just enjoys fighting. He's one of them. Um, I think you're going to have to literally carry Derek Chisora out on a stretcher, which is it's a real shame, but I think some some people were just born to fight, and they and, and Derek's one of them. So, no, I, I can see him. Maybe they'll recycle him a little bit more. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see him fight someone like Fabio Wardley. To be honest with you, who, who had that great win over Nathan Gorman at the last weekend. Um, yeah, they'll they'll just recycle him, use him as a bit of a gatekeeper, and, and just see what happens there. Uh, that, that's what annoys me with it, though. Like, if, if that's what happens to him, you just know for a fact, like, 10, 15 years down the line, this is going to be a man that's going to be sort of riddled with CTE, really struggling. Yeah, maybe it might take the money away away with him from, from fights like this and getting fights like this, but what's his actual physical state and his mental state going to be in at that point? That's what I genuinely yeah, worry about. That That's my concern. And, you know, he'll, he'll probably turn around to my face and say, it's got none of your. It's none of your business. It's none of your concern. But I'm just. I care about these guys that entertain us. I care about what these guys do for this sport and how they entertain us over <clears> the years. And to to well, eventually to eventually see him in a state that he could get to if he if he was to carry on, then that that's what my biggest concern well, would be. I, I would. Uh, I'd piggyback on your point there about you know it being none of our concern. I would argue that it is our concern. Boxing's becoming a lot more mainstream now. Um, some fighters like AJ, and I don't necessarily agree that a boxer should be held out as a role model. It's a profession of violence. But the fact is, you know, you're holding out boxers as role models. Now, it becomes our business when our children are watching boxing and they're seeing the after effects of this. You know what I mean? So someone needs to have a quiet word in Derek Chisora's ear and say, come on, son, you know, you've got at least five million in the bank. What's the point? It could do a lot more though, couldn't it? You could pass a lot of wisdom down and into the sport and you know, it could help yeah. the youth of the area, the youths, the people that are on the street killing people, stabbing other people, you know, there's like this horrible violence that goes on uh, around London, in and around the suburban areas of London. He could be that guy that could try and make an impact. There's so many guys like up in Manchester who who, who are local who try and make such an impact to the local community by, by no, getting them off the street. Men- I used to sort of mentor mentor a little bit um, up in, well, with an organisation based in my side and they're doing a lot of sort of similar work. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely there. It's definitely needed. And people like Derek Chisora could be perfect. Yeah. Uh, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. We'll see what happens. Oh, the big fight is upon us. Tyson Fury, Derek Chisori is happening this weekend. If you're willing to pay for it, it's on BT Sports Box Office. If you're not willing to pay for it, I'm pretty sure you know where to go to go and find your consumption of that particular fight. But that is all for this particular episode. A big thanks to yourself, Jamie, for coming on. Big pleasure to thanks have you, you. on. Uh, looking forward to getting you on Shooting the Breeze that'll be coming out as well shortly following this big fight preview uh, to everybody listening as always you know where to find us on social media at BTR Boxing Pod on Twitter Facebook, Instagram, YouTube you know what to do you can follow us on any of the mainstream podcasting platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean wherever you consume your podcast just type in BT 
STR Boxing Podcast Network. You'll find us on there. Finally, a big shout out to the patrons of this podcast who subscribe to all the additional content. We appreciate you and love you so much for all the support you've given us to help build this network even greater. I hope you enjoy the fights this weekend and thank you for listening to this episode. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.